from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. I know there will come a time when we move from a phase of crisis to a point where COVID-19 is not disrupting our daily lives. And as we all look forward to this next step, I want to instill in everyone that moving forward from this pandemic will be a process that's led by our surveillance and our data. One of my takeaways, my top takeaway today is the COVID bizarro world. We're going to get to that in just a bit. My other takeaways that go into numero dos and trace Rent and Olympic lows, COVID bizarro world, rent and Olympic lows. You might be thinking to yourself, Rochelle, just come to South Florida. It won't feel like what you're talking about at all because we haven't let the pandemic rule our lives for a really long time here. And it is weird as you hear about all the states that are just starting to come out and look at rolling back mass mandates and these types of things. I tell you, it really is a, a tale of two countries for sure. So anyway, we'll get into that here momentarily. How you doing? Another spectacular day in South Florida. Should be for the next few as well. We're going to uh, pick up topic here about some of this COVID-related stuff. Something we haven't talked to uh, for a while. Uh He's been a real great source for information at times during the course of the pandemic. The author of The Next Normal, Peter Pitts, who also recently authored an opinion piece for Real Clear Politics called Fauci Must Go, former FDA Associate Commissioner. Uh, Peter, it is it's really good to talk to you again. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. All right. So th- there are a lot of moving pieces and parts that – at this stage of the pandemic. And a lot of people, there was a recent point from Monmouth on the 70% of Americans think it's time to get on with our lives. Just expect this to be part of our lives. In other words, this now being endemic rather than a pandemic. First on that thought, what's your take? I agree. I think that, you know, there is too much chicken littleism going on among certain uh, parts of our population that doesn't allow us to recognize the tremendous strides we've made to beating COVID-19 and going from a pandemic to an endemic and presenting the opportunity to take off our masks, uh, both uh, at work, at play, and at school. You take a look at how we have learned through discovery, scientific discovery, information, also the, the change in the variants as well. Has there really been as much change in the science as there has been from public policy reaction to it? In other words, our response here in Florida has obviously been vastly different than California or New York or in certain number of other states here. Uh, so is it really that policymakers were, were doing their own thing while often saying they were following the science, or has the science changed that much? I guess there are a couple of ways to approach that. First, let me say that you know science changes, and it changes regularly, and certainly with something like COVID-19, where our learning curve is very steep, uh, we're changing our minds a lot, and that can be uh, confusing to a lot of people that they're hearing changes of opinion from day to day. Well, you know, welcome to science. You know, but it really is the responsibility of our leadership, of our political leadership, to understand that job number one is not to confuse people. Because when you do that, they stop listening. And that's uh, the, the cardinal sin. And Tony Fauci, for example, has done, you know, a, a yeoman's job over his long career. He got a presidential medal of freedom. He has his own bobblehead. But you, we have to remember that right now, job one is convincing vaccine-hesitant Americans to get vaccinated. That's the most important thing. But, but we need to do it respectfully, and we need to do it clearly. And uh, that 
cohort of the American population is no longer listening to Tony Fauci. And, and Peter, I, I read that in, in your particular piece, and, and that one in particular struck me as, as odd, and I wanted to ask you about that. I have a great deal of respect for you, and I say this as a triple-vax person. We have seen, with especially you know the latest very with Omicron, there seems to be next to no efficacy of any of these vaccines against it. Yes, there's still evidence that it can help minimize symptoms, but it doesn't look like the symptoms, by and large, are, are near as severe as any of the previous variants anyway. So why is it? Why is vaccination really that important at this stage of the game? Well, I'll tell you. I'll explain it to you, and it's simple. And the problem is that, for some reason, our political leadership can't seem to give a, a simple, accurate answer. The, the answer is that when you're vaccinated, you can still get infected. Part of the problem with both President Trump and President Biden is they kept telling us, get vaccinated and you're free and clear, no problems ever. It wasn't true then, and it's not true now. If you're vaccinated and you get infected, uh, you don't die, and you don't end up in the hospital. And that's regardless of the variant. And even with the uh, the Omicron variant, where the symptoms are much less severe and the and the, the time you're sick is, is much shorter, and, and, that, and that's all good. Nobody should get sick. And also crucial is that vaccinated people are less likely to infect other people. And that's important for a whole host of reasons, and incredibly important when it comes to convincing people to allow our kids to take their masks off in school. I mean, in effect, are we at a point, especially as you're talking about, you know, the endemic nature of, of this at this point, as, as opposed to perhaps a pandemic? I mean, just as... A hundred years ago, you had the Spanish flu, the H1N1 virus that became the seasonal flu of the next hundred plus years. I mean, is that basically what we're looking at here? And, and we're talking about even these booster shots being a little more than flu shots? I think that's right. And, you know, again, it's important because Fauci, for example, keeps saying maybe we'll need a fourth booster or a fifth booster or a sixth booster. And, and the, the practical reality is we're going to need every year a booster shot for COVID-19, just like, just like we get an annual flu shot. And it's very likely that by next year we'll have one shot that is a flu shot and a COVID-19 shot combination. That's not a complicated message. It sets people up for what's going to actually happen in the foreseeable future. And telling people you're going to have to get one shot a year is not asking a lot of them. But the confusion about two boosters, five boosters, six boosters, all it does is turn people off and forces them not to listen. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Let's talk again. Peter Pitts, the author of The Next Normal, and again, his recent article, Fauci Must Go. And, you know, I want to talk to him in part because of the perspective, right? I mean, I I, I have a tough time swallowing kind of the message. So the most important thing at this stage of the game is, is getting vaccinated, though you heard his rationale for that. Um, but at the same time, you know, he, he views the perspective that Fauci has been so bad in his messaging that he is counterproductive regardless. Natalie, the trending story up next here on the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIOD.